Hello, listener. My name is Matt. I'm the author of the story you're about to hear. Uh, today's episode features a monster. And uh, not one of the friendly, nice kinds of monsters like our, our buddy Quatch, but a scary monster. Now, if you are someone who is scared of scary monsters, don't turn off the episode. Don't skip it. Because I am going to tell you a little trick, which actually won't be news to anybody. This is a trick everybody knows about how to protect yourself from monsters who try to scare little kids. Very simple. Turn the lights on. All the lights. Everywhere. <laughs> Turn them all on. Get yourself a flashlight if you need extra lightage. Um... And uh, you might be wondering, why does this work? Uh, you know, some people think that scary monsters or monsters who try to scare kids are um, hurt by the light, you know, like vampires. Um, but that's actually not true. Monsters who try to scare little kids are afraid of the light because if you saw them in the light, you'd realize... They're not that scary. That's right. Most monsters in the light uh, look quite ridiculous. And I'm not trying to shame anybody here. You know, all monsters are unique. All monsters are beautiful. I don't want anybody to feel bad about how they look. Even monsters. Um, but, uh, you know... I think these these monsters who are going around trying to see our kids, uh, you know, should um, accept themselves for who they are, and uh, you know, knock it off with the with the scary stuff. So make yourself comfortable, and uh, if while you're listening to this episode, this chapter today, any monsters do show up, tell them, hey, you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be ashamed. I love and accept you for who you are. Now get over here and listen to this chapter of Tilda and Quatch Monster with me, you old lug. Come on. Come on. Chapter 8. How Tilda Defeated the Giant While pressing the doorbell to Miss Anita's apartment the next morning, Tilda felt a sinking feeling in her stomach. What was she walking into? Not just a grumpy old lady's apartment, but also, apparently, the home of a giant something called a voot monster. Gabmonkey looked up, her big golden eyes blinking behind black, square-framed spectacles. Thank you for doing this, Tilda. Tilda felt her confidence grow slightly. Yeah, when friends stick together, they can do anything. Right? The door creaked open, and the old woman, who used to be known as Nina, peeked out. Yes? What do you want? Sorry to disturb you, Miss Anita. May we, I mean, may I come in? Tilda said, remembering that her neighbor couldn't see the little yellow and purple monkey standing next to her. Come in? What for? Anita asked sharply. I was just curious because... My parents said you've lived here all your life. 
uh, to hear some stories about when you were a little girl? Then she added, just to sweeten it. Please, I've got no one to play with. For a moment, Anita's unfriendly expression relaxed. Tilda was reminded of her own grandmother, who used to love having children in her home. All right, I suppose you could come in for a cup of tea. It's not like I have anything else to do. Tilda and Gabby followed the old woman into her kitchen. The room was immaculate. Everything was spotlessly clean and perfectly arranged. But somehow the place felt empty. Miss Anita took a stepladder out of the closet and stood it next to the dining table. You can sit here she said, claiming the only proper chair in the room for herself. Then she absent-mindedly picked up her cell phone and started jabbing it with her finger. Tilda only saw the blinking screen for a moment, but she recognized the game Anita was playing from a long car trip she once took with her parents. She was allowed to play the game on her dad's phone for half an hour, but when she had to stop, she was furious with her parents. She was so mad she tried to throw her dad's phone out the window and then she accidentally kicked him in the face when he took it away. Everyone was in tears by the end of the ordeal. Even though it was one of the worst experiences she had ever had, seeing the game again made her fingers itchy to play. Stupid game, Anita muttered, putting the phone back down on the table. So come on, spit it out. What do you want to know? she said, pouring two mugs of cold tea. Um, I guess I was just curious if you also played in the backyard when you were a kid, or... Tilda's question was interrupted by a loud, Boof! Boof! Creak! Coming from the next room. Gabby scurried up Tilda's leg and perched herself on a shoulder. Um, did something just fall? Tilda laughed nervously. What are you talking about? Miss Anita said, looking over her shoulder. I think I just heard a noise in the other room. I didn't hear anything. Anita's patience was already running thin. Tilda decided to cut to the chase. So this might sound strange, but um, when I was in the backyard yesterday, the sound interrupted again. Boof! Boof! Creak! Miss Anita didn't react, so Tilda just pressed on. And this will sound strange, but I think I saw a monkey up in the tree. Tilda bit down on her lip. Even though the very monkey she was talking about was now perched on her shoulder, Tilda heard how crazy she sounded and felt the embarrassment flush red over her face. Then Miss Anita emitted a kind of cackle, whooping, which could only be laughter. <laughs> Is this what you wanted to talk about, monkeys? Tilda forced herself to chuckle as Anita wiped a tear from her eye. My, you have been playing alone for too long. Before Tilda could respond, there was another loud, boof, boof, creak and the voot monster appeared in the doorway. The first thing Tilda thought was, 
Why is it wearing sunglasses inside? Then she took in the sheer size of the thing. Its head alone filled half the doorframe. It had a wide mouth which was turned up on both sides like a cat's. Framing its furry, red-brown face was a slick mane of black hair. Generally, it was a much cooler-looking creature than Tilda had expected. A little too cool. The voot monster grinned, revealing two rows of sharp, pearly white teeth. What's wrong, kid? Cat got your tongue? Gabby squeezed Tilda's shoulder. You have to ignore him. We're only here to talk to Nina. Tilda tried to sip her tea, but her hands were shaking so much she splashed on the table. Anita glared, then grabbed a dish towel hanging by the sink. So, uh, about the monkey thing, I was wondering if you, when you were a little girl, ever saw something like that here in our backyard. Did I ever see a... Hey! The voot monster shouted. He dropped the smile and twitched his whiskered face. Then the cell phone started to ping and vibrate on the table. Miss Anita immediately lost her train of thought, grabbed the cell phone, and started poking it. Stupid thing wants me to... Hang on, I've got to do this now or it'll make me wait later. A mischievous smile once again spread across the voot monster's enormous face as he watched Anita start swiping the phone frantically. No, no, no! She cried. Is everything okay? Tilda asked timidly. No, everything is not okay! Miss Anita was furious. This stupid game! Aren't games supposed to be fun? Tilda interrupted and immediately regretted her question. What would you know about it? Anita slammed her fist down on the table, knocking her cup of tea dangerously close to the edge. You're just a kid with no friends. The voot monster laughed uproariously at this, making the room shake and causing the teacup to fall from the table and shatter on the floor. This sent Anita into another fit of rage as she grabbed a broom out of the closet and angrily started to clean up the mess. That gave Tilda an idea. Do you think you can take her phone away? She whispered to Gabby, who had been watching the whole scene in horror. Otherwise, we're never going to get through to her. It would be my pleasure, Gabby said, leaping to the table and picking up the device. This is for Nina, she cried, hurling the phone to the floor with a crack. Miss Anita stopped sweeping and looked at her shattered cell phone on the floor. Then she looked at Tilda. What did you do? Tilda took a deep breath and gathered up all her courage. I didn't do that. Somebody you used to know, somebody who calls you a friend, did that to help you. She's yellow and purple and her name is Gab Monkey and she cares very much about you. Anita's expression relaxed and her voice softened. Gabby? Yes! Gab Monkey cried out. You do remember! Then a few things happened at once. Miss Anita let out a scream and dropped her broom. 
The Voot monster tried desperately to enter the room, but he was too big to fit through the doorway. Gabby jumped up and down on the table, singing and dancing for joy. It was total chaos. Then, Tilda grabbed Gabby and held her in her arms. You're scaring her. Take it easy, she whispered. I must be losing my mind, Miss Anita said, her eyes wide. Is that really you, Gabby? It is me, the monkey cried, leaping into Anita's open arms. The reunited friends laughed and cried and held each other as tightly as they could. I can't believe I'd forgotten. Tilda, did you know that Gabby and I used to play under the very same chestnut tree? It's true, and back then there was a great big hole in the backyard where the families of the house would gather. As Miss Anita, or should we say now, Nina, launched into the story of how she had first met Gabby, Tilda couldn't help but keep an eye on the voot monster behind them, getting smaller and smaller like someone had let the air out of him. Come on, are you serious? All this talking about feelings, it's so boring, he said, rubbing his eyes under his shades. What about your phone and your game? You didn't back up that data. It's lost forever. Aren't you mad? Now the size of an insect, he flew up onto the kitchen counter and gave up the fight. Ah, fine. This place is totally lame anyway. I'm out of here. Then the defeated Voot monster disappeared down the drain in the sink. When Tilda turned her attention back to Nina and Gab Monkey, both chattering away and laughing, she couldn't help feeling a little bit jealous. What about her magical friend? She hadn't heard anything from Quatch Monster for... How long had it been? That's when she heard a funny sound coming from outside. Was that... Music? Hey! Anybody want to go for a spin? A familiar voice called. Tilda climbed up onto the kitchen counter and looked out the window into the backyard. There, flying around the chestnut tree, was indeed Quatch Monster. And he appeared to be riding some kind of weird bike. Come on, Tilda, let's go! You said you wanted to see my house, didn't you? He shouted. That wraps up this episode of Tilda and Quatch Monster. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rating or review and help us spread the word by telling people about the show. I want to thank Bjorn Leza for recording and producing. You can check out Bjorn's German language kids music at flunkmusic.de. If you want to get in touch with us directly, write us an email at quatchmonsterpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. We hope you join us again soon for the next chapter of the story.